The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. I sense the presence of a greater evil. Check, check, one, two. Okay, is it recording? Good. Welcome to your reckoning, baby! Hey, Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot, hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now, we kick it. Ladies and gents, this is the moment you've waited for. Management decided to give Los and Hoyt a show. And buried in your ear, there's a worm that you can't ignore. They needed a show to eat up some time. Terrestrial radio's left behind. Previously on the Audio Fun Bag. The wife has gotten to this thing about wanting to find a house with a pool. Oh, no. And that kind of concerns me a little bit. I don't want to be that parent who has to worry about who do they bring over to goof around in the pool with. Here's what my suggestion for you would be then. You need to have some sort of life-altering situation where you spend a ton of money that you can't afford a house right now. Cancer. On the fan? I wasn't suggesting that at all. This is the Audio Fun Bag. Yeah, that's how that debut episode occurred in a little awkward moment. It's Lowe's, it's Hoyt's, the Audio Fun Bag. 601, getting that cancer humor in, huh? Good for you, Lowe's. I didn't anticipate it going the way it did. You were saying that I needed to incur some sort of life-altering cost, and typically your humor always leads towards something that's genital oriented or cancer no it oh a that is not the case yes it is you have a track record b i was gonna say like tear an acl i went through that it's very expensive or destroy your credit and you went with the c word one of these days we're gonna tell the the story of when i nursed you back to health when your future wife needed a a day off because you were going through that entire knee surgery and you were just laying on couches all over atlanta and so it was when it was my turn I had you on my couch and I, I I bought you pizza. You fed me. I did. I was like I was like here. Can I bring you in? Can I bring you some more napkins? You bathed me. It was a very awkward time, but yeah, <laughs> you were like the water's not hot enough. Can you can you wash me back there? It was at that moment I was like, you know what? We can do a show together. Can, yeah, because years he later. Sponge bath me. Years later, we can do a show together. We are going until seven o'clock this evening, so only one hour of the audio fun bag that you're going to get for this evening, as we'll be leading into our coverage of the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. I want to start right there because I found myself last night. I didn't fully reject Home Run Derby. I kind of had it on in the background. And then as it went on, I know a lot of people thought, well, it just it took a long time. It was long because I wasn't paying attention until the last couple of rounds. I think I kind of got sucked in at the very end. The MLB Network does a great job of recapping games in like three minutes. That's all I needed. Now, what Alonzo did last night was actually pretty cool. It was amazing. I do kind of agree with Francoeur when he was on Nick and Chris today. I'm not sure I believed all the stuff that he was doing in between. It seemed very fake with the bobbing up and down and listening to Nas and everything else. It just seemed so gimmicky that I couldn't buy into that part. I was kind of cheering for Trey Mancini at that point because I was like, 
I don't know if I want to go for the fake phony guy right now, trying to amp up the crowd. Let's get into this. Everybody clap. Well, you had two choices. It's like a concert. You could go with the guy who has the amazing story coming back from cancer. There it is again. C word. That wasn't comedy. Oh, my bad. That was a descriptive sentence of the situation last night. My apologies. Wow. Talk about just jumping on this (laughs) grenade like, oh, he did it again. (laughs) Then there is the other guy who's basically playing the wrestling heel. And it was, they were both two different deals. Every time I'd watch Mancini, I was like, man, that's a great story. I'd love to see him win this. Then Alonzo would start just cranking him out. And I'm like, that's the wrestler guy. I kind of like it. And then I liked how, how he pretty much posed with his championship belt afterwards. He's doing an interview during the middle of it. And it just came off as, you seem like you're really in a zone. Yeah, I'm in a zone right now. It was just, it was too much for me. So. I didn't have the volume up at that point. So there was a lot of that stuff that I didn't pay any attention to. And then I would go, oh, it's down to the last two? All right, I'm, I'm, I'm getting back into this now, thing. Now, the one thing, and I love that we're leading into this four minutes into the show, the one thing I love watching All-Star Weekend, by the way, is the celebrity softball game. You're the one guy. <laughs> There's a reason why they have it on after Home Run Derby and Magic of Television. You go, hey, why is it dark in the stadium, but now it's all bright sunshine again? It's amazing how that happens. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't know how you got into that, but it does lead us down a fun road. There is something about being a baseball player that you either have it or you don't. In my opinion, anybody can be a football player. Dis- like, disclaimer. Yeah, disclaimer. This is our opportunity to make fun of people we know. No, I'm not. You can throw those <laughs> names out there of Joe Hamilton and Ben Ingram. I'm not going to do that. My point being. I think you just did. No, I didn't. Why did you offer them up? DK Metcalf led off last night and Quavo was pitching underhand, you know, underhand softball. And by the way. DK Metcalf is like a specimen. He was built in a lab. It was him and Julio Jones just built in a lab. They went, how do we build a Greek Adonis? Let's give it to Julio. And then DK, you're next. Come on over. And he took the three ugliest swings I've ever seen. And Quavo strikes him out swinging. There are certain people in this world that just cannot swing a baseball bat. I told you this. I could have everyone in the world pick up a baseball, throw it once. And I can tell you if you're a ball player or not. This is the fairness of baseball. Because if you step with the wrong foot when you throw, you're a chick or you can't play baseball. Because there are 6'4 guys that can play baseball. There are also 5'7 guys that can play baseball. Not a lot of 5'7 dudes in the NFL unless you're playing slot receiver or you're like extremely small slot corner. Cole Beasley, yeah. Right, that's about it. It's like the list is like, here's Danny Amendola, here's Cole Beasley, uh, here's Wes <laughs> Welker. There you go. There's your list of small 5'7 dudes that are playing in the NFL. In baseball, though... You see where that 6'4 Greek Adonis, it doesn't show up at the same way. And we're not even talking about baseball. We're talking about slow pitch softball. It just yeah. it blew my mind watching that happen. Because it kind of blew my mind. And let's, let's face this. You and I really enjoyed going over to Truist Park and hitting on the field when they were allowing us to do that in the fall. It was awesome. And you get more respect for these guys that are doing the home run derby, by the way. You understand why they're having to call timeout. Drink their Gatorade, oh, who I'm sure is a sponsor of Boyd it. Boyd would pause, smoke a cigarette, and then get back <laughs> in there. He's like, hold on. You got to give me a second. Hold on. I got I got to take one right here. Me and Wash just, just sitting there just burning, burning, through, our... burning through cools, <laughs> burning through heaters. Yeah, yeah you get tired. exhausts you. But then you see, and Joe Ham said he hadn't swung since like Little League out in South Carolina. I believe him. But we still love our Joe. But that's a guy that should have won... The Heisman Trophy. That's a guy who had an NFL career. Uh Uh-huh. Super Bowl champ. What does home team go through the list? Super Bowl champ. uh, College College Football Football Hall of Famer. Yeah. The the man has a Davey O'Brien Award as the best college quarterback in the country. And, man, when he swings a baseball (laughs) bat, I feel a lot better about myself. (laughs)
Because <laughs> you realize athleticism doesn't translate to everything. I love you, Joe Ham. I love you too, Joe Ham. But I, I saw that swing and I was like, man. Because I've seen Joe Ham. He has thrown me the football where he throws. And remember, he hasn't thrown a football in years uh, as far as like in competition. He throws the most beautiful deep ball. He threw me one like 45 yards in the battery where it came down on me like a rocket. It was amazing. And I went, wow, that's what a, a guy who's who's been at the Heisman finalist can do. It was here at the battery against the wind. We had to get a cutoff man to get the ball back to Joe Ham. That's how much he aired it out at that point. That's how incredible it was. But then to see like guys like DK Metcalf and Ben Ingram. Again, you're putting the names out, not me. I'm just saying that's that's the way it all plays out. So I don't know if you got a chance to see this audio that got out there because I think the act is starting to feel more and more tiring. And I'm saying this out of love. This is your guy. This is my guy. Coach Popovich has been waiting and waiting and waiting for his opportunity with USA basketball. He's been involved in it for nearly 20 years. He's been the guy slowly moving down the bench. And it was Coach K that was always the number one on the bench for the for the longest time, at least. And Pop was his number two. Yep. And it was always believed that after 2016, Coach K is going to retire from USA Basketball, and it's going to finally be Pop's team. And that's what it's turned into. Well, he's making it his team, all right. Boy, is he. Now, this is a story about exhibition basketball. And Team USA, who is now, and it's weird, They've lost back-to-back games to Australia. They lost again. They're going to play. Actually, they're going to get ready in, uh, to play in probably about five minutes. They've got another exhibition game. And typically, even in these exhibition games, I know home team had tweeted it out. I looked it up. Most of them, they win by 40. So to have two losses in a row, this is a piece of audio. Uh, the reporter's name escapes me. He's from The Athletic. And he was asking the question to, I believe, Damian Lillard about, hey, you're, it's tougher competition you guys aren't doing what you do to other teams normally. And Coach Popovich decided, even though the question was not directed to him, he had to get involved. What's it like for you to have been, um, watched your colleagues go through some of these tournaments and, and blow these teams out, and now you are kind of experiencing a much different, much closer, tougher experience? Uh, these players, they, they get better, they get more confident, and they also, you know, they want to beat us badly. So it's definitely noticeable when you're on the floor. Let me also answer that question. You know, you asked the same sort of question, the same family of question last time, uh, where you assume things that are not true. When you just mentioned, you know, blowing these teams out, that's never happened. So I don't know where you get that. So, can I finish? Can I finish my statement? Can I can I finish my statement? Are you going to let me finish my statement or not? Oh, boy. So you'll be quiet now while I talk. Nobody's blowing anybody out. For the good teams so when you make a statement like that it's like you assume that's what's going on and that's incorrect no that that is correct and here's the thing that's happened with Popovich and especially over the last four years as he's gotten more political and more standoffish and I won't make comments or I'll make comments about everything in the world and it's always going to have a certain slant you're not entitled to your own facts when the facts are scores you're not. And you can you can do when you get to sit there with the San Antonio media, which by the way, Softest. they are, they have to be because it's the only team in town. They'll cut you off. I, there was a guy I used to know who ended up working at a station there in San Antonio and then moved on. He did a bit. He was joking around about the Denver Nuggets and Allen Iverson and how that whole team loved weed. That was okay. the bit. It was a comedy bit. The Spurs didn't like it. They got the guy fired. And because you can't possibly 
threaten the relationship. And so everybody lets Popovich just run all over him, say whatever he wants. The fact is they're losing games that they typically have not. And, and it's just an act for a guy who's giving me five titles. I just look at it and I go, listen, I call bullies bullies. That's some stupid bully stuff right there. There's two angles maybe I can see on this. Number one, is he doing the Nick Saban thing where he's taking it out of the media to show his players in that locker room? I've got your back. I'm going to put the heat on me. This is not about you. You don't have to answer these questions. Because when you are the new coach, which he is for Team USA, the newer coach, the head coach, you tend to do that. You want to put that on you as a person. That's what you want to do. But this has now been at the FIBA World Championships where they finished sixth or seventh. This is now a trend of them not doing well. And again, I know we're talking about Olympic basketball. It's like Herb Brooks, though, in the Olympics. He would always put it on him instead. But I'm just saying if, if I was to go into a press conference that Kirby smart won a game 41 40. Hang on. You don't think Kirby's taking things out on chip just to make a point of it. Absolutely. But if I was to say coach, you know, y'all were able to get by in that game. The team comes through 41 40. What are your thoughts on the game? And if he was to tell me, no, it was 41 to 15. Like we dominated him. That's what, that is what Greg Popovich is doing. He's, he's, he's altering the facts of the case to make his point, which it's like, what? Well, no dude, you're getting beat. And by the way, four years ago, in the last several years, you're beating these teams by 40. You know whose fault this is as well, though? This is all of our faults. Your fault, my fault, everyone's fault. How many times was he on TNT and we would do the in-game interview with Pop and Pop would crap all over the media member, whoever it was, doesn't matter who was doing the interview, and he would just be Pop and we would laugh. Ha, ha, ha. That's just Pop being Pop. Now when he does it to a media member from the athletic post game, and he chews them out, now we're upset about it? Now we're enraged about it? See, here's the thing. He has a reputation for being a great dude with his guys. And he has a reputation for, even though there's that gruff exterior, being a pretty good dude. All I'm saying is you're not entitled to your facts when the facts are scores and they're not correct. I mean, if Kirby sat there and told you, no, we won 41-15, I'm like, no, it was 41-40. It would, it would sound like, like it's coming from the world of the insane. See, that's where you have the problem with the facts. I have a problem with him talking to a media member. No, you're going to stop talking. You're going to shut up, and I'm going to keep talking. I have a problem with that personally. If you want to talk about, even if you want to make up facts, I don't care, fake news, whatever you want to call it, that I don't have a problem with. The talking down to the reporter is where I have the problem with it. I'll finish off this segment with this. So did you see your guy, Khabib? From the UFC, the UFC makes a, another topic in the show. Well, yeah, we're the Young Fung Hip Show. So he was bringing up how Conor McGregor is bad for MMA and that. Now, his comment was, if he can get his legs right, then he can get back to being the guy he was. But Khabib's like, yeah, that ain't happening. Once your legs start snapping apart, that's it. Yeah, and that's a shot, by the way, because his legs have gone out the last two fights that he's had. Right, and Khabib's sitting back going like, I'm 28 no man. That's because I K- did my thing. That's because Khabib is a fighter, and what did I tell you yesterday? McGregor is a showman. He was a... The greatest showman. Hold on. He was a fighter who turned into a showman. Well, now he's a sideshow act. Now he's a showman. Act. Now he's a side... He's gonna... All right, he went from fighter to showman, and then he's gonna be a sideshow act when he does WWE. I'm so telling that, you that's the next move. So that's where your guy is. You now have heard from Khabib, and so at this point, and now the one of the guys that, that you argue is the greatest of all time, he has ruled, and now that is the final ruling. He has ruled in favor of, of me, of, you. of me, yes. by the way. Which is why I brought it up. I wanted you to, to have that head that you could put on a stake in, in your front window and say, look, this is what, I'm right here. I agree. I, this is what we did. Are you going to argue with Khabib? No. <laughs> but I, I agreed with Khabib. I was right there with Khabib. All I'm saying is that you need villains. Villains are good. He's a clown. Money's good. He's a clown. I like money. All right, coming up in 15 minutes, we're going to play a game. 
that's going to get us fired day two. I'm so excited. I don't have to do this show anymore. See, this is strategically being done. Absolutely. You waited all of 24 hours to go. How do we push this envelope really hard? So y'all thought in Game of Thrones, the little short guy, Peter Dinklage, you thought he was just a joke and everything. No, 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 no. He was. He was planning. He was scheming. Hoyt's already got an exit plan day two. That's what Hoyt's doing. So the game is this. All-star or adult film star. Thank you for not using the P word. No, I'm not. I don't like that. It's classy. This is a classy (laughs) show, sort of. (laughs) And so we'll tell you about the genesis of how this thing is going as we're coming up on nearly 100 years of all-star teams in Major League Baseball. There are all sorts of names that you'll go, I'd never heard of that guy. But then again, there's all sorts of people in adult films you may not have heard of. So that's how we're going to play this. We had the all-century team when we were here at Turner Field. Do you think they have one of those for the adult film industry? I'll look it up during the break, but not on my work computer. Excellent. Just something to check into. All right, coming up next, Hoyt's going to explain how in just one game, Georgia can remove a college football champion from the playoffs this season. Traffic. Well, it's just Atlanta, and there's nothing more Atlanta than a Mercedes-Benz from RBM. This is RBM of Atlanta Traffic on the fan. Traffic has been clearing nicely around the metro Atlanta area. That is, except in the northwest, 75 and 575 northbound, seeing some heavy delays develop. 75 northbound from the 575 split, seeing brake lights up to just past Wade Green Road. 575, seeing them continue to just after 92. I'm Cairo, 680 The Fan, RBM of Atlanta Traffic. Why, hello. It's the audio fun bag. Taking you to 7 o'clock this evening. So that's how you're going to start off every show. Why, hello. I don't know. That's sometimes when I call you up and you answer the phone, I go, why, hello. And then our conversation goes from there. It goes like pleasantry to like immediate business. Because that's how you've been trained in your home. It's, It's get to it. No, I'm just the help at home. You know that. You're the one that gave me that title. I said that you're the help at home. Not at your house. When you vacation with your relatives, they look at you as the help. Which is <laughs> such the wrong way to look at it. Am I lying? No. And then you are Matt's familiar. If anybody watches what we do in the shadows, you're you're Guillermo. You're I'm Guillermo. I'm just a beaten man. I'm a beaten man at home. I'm a beaten man at work. And we move on from it. That's fine. Coming up in about five minutes, we will get to our game that we're planning to play. But, oh, one more thing. One more thing. Did you see I dropped the temperature in the room for yes, you? Yes, Because of you. yesterday. Yesterday we came in here, and we have Chuck Oliver, who's now in this habit. He turns off all the TVs in the room. That's one thing, and we've all learned to kind of live with it. Not a big deal. It's kind of bugging me right now they're not on. I'll turn them on in a minute. Thank you. The other thing is he also turns off the air conditioning entirely, which I don't understand because we have these huge windows. It's the summer in Georgia it starts to get hot on this area of the building, not on his side, apparently, but over where we sit. And so yesterday you were just, you were going after it. So I made sure, I think I dropped it to like 67. But if you noticed, I also planned ahead and I wore a black t-shirt today. To make sure that that wasn't going to happen. So tell me about how Georgia can end a dream early. Georgia beats Clemson September 4th in Charlotte. Clemson's out of the playoff race. You're going to have to go a long way to sell me on this because we've already seen the respect that they get from being Clemson. All right, let me stop you and right as there. As they should. They, they've earned that. Let me stop you right there. What is two national titles in five years have anything to do with 2021? Because there is a bias amongst people that recognizes that a brand is a brand and it's about creating good television. Cool. Then let's put Miami in because they've got national titles. If they were to go, if they were to go 11 and one and win their conference, probably get in. 
here's my point. I was reading Bill Conley. Bill Conley, you know who he is? ESPN, yes. Yes, he's a super nerd, super numbers nerd over there. He's after my heart every day. That's actually on his Twitter bio, super numbers nerd, so I just went with it. Cool. He was pointing out Clemson's schedule, and I know Georgia's schedule gets crapped on, and it, and it should to some degree. You've got Auburn with a first-year head coach. You've got Arkansas from the West. And the SEC East is down, as we all know. Tennessee with a first-year coach. South Carolina with a first-year coach. Yes, there is, outside of playing the game against Clemson and Florida, there's not a whole lot of meat on the bone. You checked out Clemson's schedule by any means? I have not. Oh, this is interesting. Outside of looking to see if they played North Carolina this year, which they do not. Somehow, they don't get North Carolina or Miami from the Coastal. Okay. So that's the first runoff. That's the first one. They played Georgia Week 1. Congratulations, you're playing a team. Then they're going to go South Carolina State, Georgia Tech, NC State, Boston College, Syracuse, Pitt, Florida State, Louisville, Yukon, Wake Forest, South Carolina. Los, after Georgia, they will not play a top 45 team the entire year. In my opinion, you lose to somebody like Georgia, you don't get a chance to get back in this thing. And I understand you are Clemson. I do get that. You don't play another top 45 team the entire year. You know the third hardest team on their schedule is? It goes number one, Georgia, who's ranked number six. It goes number two, NC State, State, ranked 45. You know who number three is? No. Georgia Georgia Tech Tech. at 48. Okay, that was going to be my guess, and I was like, there's no way it could be Georgia Tech. Let me say that again. Georgia Tech is the third hardest team, and this is not a shot at Georgia Tech. I do not mean it that way. It is the third hardest, hardest team on Clemson's schedule. That's an issue. So if you lose to the best team that you face all year in Georgia, tell me how you get in the playoffs or you deserve to be in the playoffs. The nightmare scenario for Clemson would be as if you had had a rise up champion out of the the Pac-12 or the the uh, the Big 12, where a team like Oklahoma or a team like Washington or Oregon throw Oregon in there because I think that's the team out of the. Pack 12 right now. Went 12 and 0, go 13 and 0, and suddenly you say, okay, they're going to perhaps be the fly in the ointment. Because you're right. We are going to have a time where somebody does miss out, and it's a strength of schedule thing. Which is why Kirby has already talked about if we're going to add teams in the playoffs, it's going to come down to strength of schedule. It has nothing to do with wins and losses, which is why we're scheduling 2035 all the way out, because that's the idea of how you're going to get in the playoffs. I know this isn't Clemson's fault because these schedules are made years in advance, and it's not their fault that South Carolina's down and that's your in-state rival. But you can't go through that with a loss to Georgia and expect and say, I'm one of the four best teams in football. Now, I will say that we have seen when the committee will play games in order to help somebody. We both remember 2017 with Alabama. Fresno We're, State. Fresno State was their one top 25 victory they had, and they got – Fresno State, by the way, got into the top 25 on the last vote. Just to boost up Alabama slightly right, in to, order to put them in. The, was that the Georgia-Alabama National Championship year? Yes. So it's Fresno State's fault that I lost that. It's part of it. You've got a, a number of things that happened. But I, I would not be surprised. Yeah, second and 26 happened. That's what I have to blame. I'm sorry. That and Fresno State. Thanks for bringing that up. Go ahead. You're surprised. Do you want to go lay down? Like, no, do you take a I'm break? fine. I'm going to... I had a flashback for a moment. We're good. I'm back to you, baby boy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I was just wondering because your face goes red, and I know at that moment I'm like, he's, oh, he's gone somewhere. We all have a thing. If I bring up Ray Allen's three-pointer, where do you go? I, But I got him back. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I'm but still, that's the only reason. I'm now, still waiting to get the goat back. My I, bad. I, honestly, when that happened, that, that shot went through, I went, oh, man. 
Then the next year when they got him back, I was like, okay, you know what? That's the reason why we won is because we had to go get you back. So I, I get that. I, I totally get it. All I'm saying is that it wouldn't surprise me if somehow you get some games played to make sure Clemson helps out the schedule. But who are you going to put up there? You're going to put up there UConn? Because they're the 127th no, but ranked I, team I would imagine, in all of Division One. I. I would imagine whoever they play in the ACC championship game will get that kind of love. Okay, we've talked about this for the last probably 18 months. Optics. Optics has been a huge word in our society, basically. The optics of this, the optics of that. So you're telling me that if you put 60 on UConn or you put 54 on Pitt, how does that change anything of losing week one to Georgia or getting blown? Whatever happens. How does that change any of it? It doesn't. It wipes away memory. That's not what we're playing for. I know. It's, it's I get it. Hey, I, that listen, I'm changing it. I understand we're trying to create a resume that then allows you to get in the playoffs. I'm just saying that when you lose week one, by week 11, week 12, you can say we're a different team. That's the most frustrating part of this entire playoff committee is, oh, we'll just forget week one. We'll forget week two like it never happened because all of my stupid losses decide to come in week eight or week 12 against Auburn. Yes, when you take something in November, even though it's a first loss, it's viewed differently. Does it work the other way for Georgia then? Georgia loses to Clemson on September 4th. And they get rolling, yeah. And I still lose to Bama in the SC Championship. Am I in? No. Oh, there you go. But, double, double standard. But if you catch them and you beat them, then they're out, maybe, and you're in. It's a disgusting double standard. It's just how it goes. Let's get to our game. Hey, look, everybody. Los and Hoyt have their own show. They're just two bros trying to announce their presence with a bang in this brand new game. It's only their second show, and if this doesn't work out, they'll both be riding the bus. It's an audio (laughs) fun bag exclusive, a game that celebrates who's great with their bat and slash or balls, all-star or adult film star. Really? They're going to do this on their second ever show? Hell yeah! Okay, that open might get us in more trouble than the game. There were so many double entendres through that thing. Like, somebody's going to go back and listen to the show and go, that was genius. Like, Brandon Joseph created a piece of genius there. By the way, it's not officially an open unless Brandon Joseph has made it. It's how the rules go around here. We have so many crappy opens, and that's got to be one of the crappiest, and I love it. I liked it. So the genesis of this game was the discussion of how many people out there have been All-Stars? Because this year, you have a total of 40 that are now in the game where they can now claim for the rest of their career they're an MLB All-Star. Correct. And I don't mean to put you on the spot right now. Can you tell me who Cedric Mullins plays for? Because he's an All-Star. I can only tell you in the year 2025 because in the show, he <laughs> plays for the White Sox. Oh, that's on your fake video game team. Yeah. yeah. He plays for the Baltimore Orioles right now. I wouldn't have known that unless I looked it up, by the way. He's uh, he's our center fielder. Joey Wendell? Joey Wendell. Um, this is not your fault, by the way. No, this is how many new ones there are out there. Is he a red? He's a Tampa Bay Ray. He's a shortstop. I meant Ray. Yes. Not red. So then, the, here's then how the, yes, so, you got it. So here's how the game is going to play. Hoyt is going to, and he's got bios and everything. We have nearly 100 years worth of Major League Baseball all-stars. He's going to ask me the question. I'm going to give you a name. And I have to determine if that is an all-star or an adult star. Adult film star, yes. Right. And if I get it right, then the sounder will help out accordingly. So if you get it right, this will be the sounder. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go Makes sense, right? Okay, perfect. Well, then I, I don't want to hear what the other one is until I get one that's Are you sure? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So this is one that we gave earlier on Chuck and Chernoff when you walked out of the room. So I left the room so I couldn't hear it. This is kind of an easy one, and I by believe. the way, 
Yeah. Can I also point out this to the audience? Go ahead. There were names that you wanted to use that you're like, hey, what about this one? And I go, that is not their given name on a birth certificate. It's a real name. No, because the fact that a guy went by Pussycat Johnson. Oh, now a, you a, can say it? Because I said it in a way where he, by the way, didn't use the cat in that version. And he played in the 1860s. So A lot of these guys did. Yeah, so <laughs> go ahead. That's why we wanted to make sure they, it has to be their official real name, not a nickname. First one. Okay, number one. All-star or adult film star, Woody English? <sighs> all-star. Hey now, you're an all-star. Well done. Okay, well okay. Because there was a lot of Woodies at the time, and that just kind of has this the sound that it's an all-star. He was a shortstop and third baseman for the Cubs who worked on airplanes during World War II. Of course he did. 286 career batting average. All right. Former all-star. Let's go to number two. Number two, adult film star or all-star Ray Scarborough. Ray Scarborough. All-star. Hey now, you're an all-star. Yes. How did you know that? What what gave it away? Was it the Scarborough? Yeah, because... People tend to have really creative stage names, and that doesn't feel like it has any stage presence to it. He was a pitcher for the Senators and a Wake Forest grad as well. Okay. That okay. does it in the 1950s. Like, if your name was, was Brian Thunder. Well, I, you just I, stole my next name. Oh, okay. Go ahead. All right. Let me get rid of Brian Thunder real quick. <laughs> All right. Next one, number three. You're two for two right now. I feel now. good. Okay. I feel good. Next one, adult film star, all-star, Eric Edwards. All-star. Hey now, you're <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if you noticed that that's not an all-star noise. That um I'll just say this. That was like hummingbird beautiful <laughs> and that totally sounds like a major league baseball player's name. No, <sighs> he was uh he was actually an adult film star starting in the late 60s over 40 years he spent in the uh, adult film industry. <laughs> you have he a was, bio. He was uh he was actually known as the Babe Ruth of pornography. Okay. Well, I guess that, I, I, is that I never, the 40 years? Yeah, I'd never heard of him. Or he set a record? I guess so. All, All right. right. I'm two for um, three for three for four. Two for three. Okay. You're batting 666. Okay. Not a good number. Still all-star. I'll round up. Okay. Number four. This is, again, all-star or adult film star. Dick Stingman. All-star. Hey, now, you're an all-star. All right. You know your baseball players, at least. This is actually going no, well I for just, you. I just think that I spent so much time collecting baseball cards and stuff that oh, you... please. You had a Dick Stingman baseball card? I'm just saying that you... I bet you he played, like, in the 1960s. You nailed it. 19, how did you do that? Because everybody was named Richard in the 1960s who was playing baseball. Played from 60 to 66. Played for the Indians, the Twins, and the Red Sox. Had over 30 complete games, five shutouts, 16 saves, so he was also a closer at one I point. would collect baseball cards, and you would go through and, you know, obviously start weeding through it, and you'd realize how many guys had that name that were playing in the 1960s and early 70s. Three out of four right now. Let's continue with all-star or adult film star. I keep guessing all-star no matter what right now. Harry Reams. Harry Reams. Adult film star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. I feel like I did that pretty one well there. Um, He's got a bio. He does. I can't read that one. All right. He made a classic film. When Richard Nixon was investigated, who's the... Uh, what, Watergate? 
Yeah, what was the informant's name? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. he was in that movie. Okay. He also won an AVN, whatever that means. Like, I don't know. In 1986 for Best Actor. Look at you winking. <laughs> for Best Actor. <laughs> you actually have the date, and you're like, I can't wait till it comes around Did again this year. Did you get that one right? Yes. You're four for five? I, I know my all-stars and adult film stars. I'm going to save that <laughs> clip right there. Next one. <laughs> Tim Kramer. Adult all, film all star, star or all-star? All-star. All star. Hey, now, you're <gasps> oh. You were wrong. Kramer is just a boring name. No. He was uh he was in Big Summer Surprise and Men of the Midway. Men of the Midway. He was also known as the Sultan of Swap. There's people that are into that. That's fine. I'm not judging. <laughs> I'm just listening. All right, we got a few more. We got time for a few you more. You missed that one. I'll give you I'll give you maybe 3 or 4 more. Cuz by the way, there's another Big feature that's going to be coming up here. Though, oh, I'm that, not worried about that. I'm more worried that the boss man is still here and we're no. playing a game on his clock. No, you're okay. Tell, okay. Just tell him the Power Five is coming up here I in have a little my, bit. Oh, Power Five's coming up. Finneran's Power Five, so look forward it's, to that. your Power Five. We're going to replay it <laughs> as we continue here. Okay. All-Star All or Adult Film, film star. star, Jay Howell. Oh, All-Star. Yeah. Although, Dodger All-Star. Having worked with Jay on post-game with Braves, he could have done both. I've heard enough stories from good old Jay. All I've heard him when he talks off the air <laughs> could be a sailor. He could be a sailor. All right, let's move on to all-star or adult film star Leo Ford. Adult film star. Hey now, <gasps> yes! Victory! Victory! See, I'm, I'm catching on to you because... Baseball names are very generic. Leo, Leo and Ford. That's as generic as you can get. Leo Mazzoni, Ford is the most common nickname. In, no, it's not. But still, my point is Ford, everybody can be named Ford. No, but you know, you know why? Wouldn't you, if you were involved in that, let, let's say if you had a stage name where you were in that industry or you're in weightlifting, wouldn't you name yourself after something that screams power like Ford? That's why. Like if I went by like Dave Chevy, you'd be like, wow, power. So that's why. That's why I guess that way. All right. If you're doing names like that, how about this one? Adult film star or all-star? Tony Suck. All-star. Hey now, you're an all-star. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to get away how with that you, one. How do you spell that name? Last name? Wow. And 1883 to 1884. Yeah, you're right. His name was Tony Suck. And read his stats, by the way. Uh, career, zero homers, a 151 <laughs> batting average, zero RBIs. How did he ever get into... Did, <laughs> I think he's like Moonlight Graham. Like, he walked across and got one at bat, basically. And this, he was his... Okay, there, I see what you're doing here, because the Major League Baseball All-Star <laughs> event really there started... Like two teams! I know. Well, the, the thing was, you had everything from the 1930s on is how we know it, but then all these other leagues did have All-Star games, and so sometimes it was, hey, we need a catcher called Tony. Two more real quick. Randy West. Oh, um, that's an adult film star. Hey now, <gasps> and the only reason I know that? Because you watched. No, because we, had you a, watched. we had a Don't gym lie. teacher who looked exactly like that dude, and we would call him. It was Coach West. And he, <laughs> and he just would, like, roll with it. He was like, he's like, yeah. Because, I mean, if somebody's comparing you to this dude, that was what it was. We had a gym teacher. We were like, hey, man, that's Coach West. That's Coach Randy. He even had, like, the, the feathered hair. So, yeah, no, that's how I always knew that one. He was a he was a baseball player at the University of Miami. Yeah. He aspired to be a professional baseball player. It didn't work out. He began at Chippendales as a dancer. He then went on to be known as the human pile driver. 
give me story. one. Give me one more. How about one more? Probably. I feel like I feel like I've I've dominated this game. Probably shouldn't have read that last one. <laughs> Let's do this one. Candy Cummings, all star or adult film star? All star. Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game on. So good at this game. I don't know. I lost count how many you got. I think you only missed two. I missed two. I don't know if I'm more impressed by your knowledge for all stars or your knowledge for male adult film stars because you've got to know some of these names. You knew Randy West was an adult film star. I would like to thank Coach West for that. It wasn't. It wasn't the fact that you actually knew he wasn't an all star. You knew he was an adult film star immediately. And I'm kind of grossed out by that. I'm probably going to move to the Chuck chair in a second. I already find it weird that you sit right next to me. Oh, I don't. Like That's an odd feeling for oh, me. Oh, I told you about the dream I had about you. It's fine. All right, coming up next. I'm not going to tell that on air. No, that one's a really gross one. All right, coming up next. I think that was a successful game. Ah, eh, whatever. Hoyt has a brand new passion project, and it will debut as a segment. Coming up next on the Audio Fun Bag. Class-leading luxury and legendary power. Yeah, there are worse ways to brave Atlanta traffic. This is RBM of Atlanta traffic on the fan. This report is sponsored by FultonCountyGA.gov. Still seeing some delays on the north side, especially 285 and 400 as you approach the 285-400 interchange. 285 eastbound seeing brake lights just after Riverside Drive. 400 northbound inside the perimeter seeing brake lights about a mile and a half before the Glenridge connector. Hey, Fulton County, you plus a COVID-19 vaccine equals getting back to all the things you love. Everyone 12 and older can get a free vaccine. Visit FultonCountyGA.gov slash COVID vaccine or call 404-613-8150. Vax up, Fulton. I'm Cairo, 680 The Fan, RBM of Atlanta Traffic. Audio Fun Bag taking you to 7 o'clock where we will then have coverage of the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. You can get the game live starting at 7, first pitch at 7.30. It's low, Satoit. Our last segment, we've been joking around about calling it the nightcap. Yeah. That would be the time where it's like, all right, it's the last thing we're going to do. But it's not the least important. You've got about five minutes to deliver a Power Five. The most important top five things in the history of the world and possibly all of human experience and sports. It's time for the Power Five. Five. Feels like a bit of a ripoff, doesn't it? No, no, no. It's a throwback. It's oh, not a ripoff. It's a throwback. Or it's stolen from Fennerin, but I'm not going to do sports. I'm going to do other things. What do you got? This week, we're going to do douchiest waters in the world. Hoyt's five douchiest waters. What, like the Gulf of Mexico? No, 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 no. Types of water. So, receiving votes, but not making the top five. Okay. Core. You ever seen the core water bottle? I have not. No, it looks like someone that does CrossFit. Cool. You do CrossFit, and there's vitamins in your water. Okay, so you show it. You buy it so you can tell people that you're active in CrossFit. Number five douchiest water, Avion. Avion water. First Why? off, First off. What did it ever do to you? The name Avion sounds like a cologne, by the way, not a water. You know what water is supposed to sound like and taste like? Cold. Water. Yummy. Just water. That's <laughs> it. Out of a hose. Water. All right. That's number five. Number four, flavored water. If you're putting that Mio crap into your water to give it flavor and everything else, I don't need it. Water's not supposed to have flavor. You know what water's supposed to do? It's supposed to hydrate you. It's like beer. It's not supposed to taste good. It's just supposed to get you drunk. I would like to say that Mio 
I really wish you were going to be a station sponsor, but not now anymore. Not. <laughs> not anymore. If you want Mio, you know what? Just throw Kool-Aid in your water. Number three. Number three, Fiji water. You look like such a douche paying six bucks for a bottle of water. All right, that one I will agree with you. I look at it, and I'm like, am I supposed to admire it or drink it? And not, it doesn't look like it'd be that good. I've never actually had any because I'm not going to spend 12 bucks at a club to get some Fiji water. Your wife would. Our water is bottled by Samoans from the island of Fiji. You must buy it. No, I'm not doing that. All right, number two. Number two, sparkling water. You ever had sparkling water? It's gross. It's disgusting. We had homecoming, went to the Atlanta fish market, and they came to our table. Sir, would you like still water, tap water, or sparkling water? I didn't know the difference. I still don't know the difference. All I know is it was $9 a bottle, and we got 12 bottles. Do you know how much 118 sets back a kid that's 16 years old? Sparkling water sucks. That's a pretty... Dumb call on your part, yes. I didn't know the difference. How about this? Tell me what's the difference between still water and tap water, because I still have no idea. I don't. Water is is still in general. I'd be like, get it out of the tap, and as long as it's on some ice and in glass, I'll be happy. The number one douchiest water in the world. It beats Fiji and it beats sparkling. Okay. Voss. You ever heard of Voss? No, but I clearly don't party in the same place as you do. I've never been to the Hamptons. Then you must not party with Chris Mooneyham because Mooneyham walks around with a Voss water bottle. Now, first off, it's not a bottle. It's glass. And it's in like a cylinder shape. Like in a vase, but he calls it a Voss. But it's a V-O-S-S, which apparently Voss Ah. in German means fox. I don't know how that makes any sense. But it's $6 for a, not a bottle, for a glass cylinder. Why do I want to spend that much? Oh, I know why. So people look at me and say, hey, that guy spends six bucks on water. He must be rich. Your power five of douchiest waters, five Avion, four flavored, three Fiji, two sparkling, number one, Voss. The power five. Let's get, let's get, let's get kind of hectic. Now that I ripped off. That was from John Kincaid's power five from like, Oh, 2004. That's a total ripoff. No, no, no. That's a throwback. That's an homage oh. to John Kincaid. Okay, that's an homage then. Isn't that so much better to say homage instead of ripoff? You're going to be doing top fives for what? Forever. All sorts of stuff? Forever. We're going to do top five fingers next week. I'm very much looking forward to that one. I hope that the pointer finger comes through in a very uh, solid rating. I think you'll be very surprised where pointer finger comes in. In fact, you know what? You put your list together too. We'll argue about it for two hours. We'll debate it from there. All right, that's going to do it for (laughs) us. Thank you to Matt Lear for twisting and tweaking, taking care of everything from there. I'll give you a finger right now. Look at this. For Los, for Hoyt, we're going to send you over to ESPN Radio where we will start the Major League Baseball All-Star Game. That's going to do it for us. Hoyt, I'm not taking us out. You take take them out. Go National League. Is that what we do? Do we cheer like SEC, National League, National League? The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. 
Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.